Sports Orbit. We make the world go round. The bunk and super egos and sex party, you know, scandal. And at this point, the NFL have actually made uh, the deadline given to them by the sports ministry uh, to submit to get a draw, you know, technical uh, report. Uh, and also, we're going to be looking at all the NGO wins and let short into the International Triple Tennis Federation, talking about ITTN. And also, volleyball is in the news. What actually went now in? Uh, the champions said yesterday, and uh, what we literally expect uh, from uh, the Europa League uh, that will be coming up uh, later today uh, will be on uh, the package. Uh, this is yet another edition of Sport on this right here on uh, the Leadership Podcast. Today. My name is Olawale Ayane, and I'll be your host for today. As you can see in the studio, Alpha is standing by to talk to you. Oh, Finally, the NFF has come to verify that all the stories about. Of course, the Nigerian Football Federation have actually debunked the Spider Sex Party as scandal. It was actually reported in some media. There was a whole lot of media reports saying that about that some players of the Nigerian Super Eagles that they were involved in a sex party before. Uh, the Super Eagles have found um, uh, World Cup qualifier against uh, Cape Verde uh, that actually happened uh, at uh, the Tessin Balloon Stadium last Tuesday in Vegas. And uh, according to the NFF uh, director of communication, talking about uh, Adumola Olajiwe, he said the NFF has no comments. They cannot write, they can write whatever they want to write because, I did it, because it did not happen. Uh, Olajiwe actually told, I mean, Like I said in my opening statement, there's no smoke without fire because uh, we certainly don't want to believe that, mm. except we're saying some people just sat down somewhere mm. and you know, cooked some funny stories about them, some particular players. But I think it's something that needs to be properly investigated, even beyond the NFL. Of course, the NFL, I don't think, will come out to say, yes, uh, they are. So, so and so thing happened before the match, of course. If they actually agree that yes, they happened, of course, the issue of course will definitely come out of them. That will mean that they are not doing their job very well. But for us to be hearing this kind of reports, you know, uh, we, we, we all know of the history of a lot of players, especially super eagles, things that happen in camp. You know, we've all been there, so we know that these things are always possible. You know, and the reports particularly mentioned some names. And but one, only after all the information, only one person is coming to really defend that. Uh, if they don't want to be super eagles, I'm mm. sure there are some other ways they can do. They could, you know, give excuse of your performances, of have course. your performances been up to 
they go say we are not even playing in the top no, club. No, so no, it's no, no, but for using this to say uh yeah, to, to, exactly you are not the only one why are the other people not saying that they also want to put up and they don't look at it is one of the most experienced players in national team here and Ahmed Musa the one that actually uh still in the same after you know so I think uh he singled himself out. Other names were mentioned too. Those people have not come to confirm or deny, but the John Romero who has come out to strongly, you know, defend himself. We want to actually allege Felicity uh, Nachong was part of yeah. the Chichuze uh, Awardsian and Kenneth Omonro was uh, the three players who were actually allegedly involved in uh, the access standard part. But at this point, going forward, what should be done to, you know, to ensure that uh, we don't, uh, the Super Nintendo player does not get to engage with people. Like we said yesterday, so whenever you have like that, there has to be a code of conduct. There has to be some certain rules and guidelines, of which usually you see that guide every time. And the MFF will make sure, I mean, they have a coordinator who coordinates the camp. Whoever the coordinator is, should ensure that all this, uh, this this code of conduct is strictly followed by each player. The rules and regulations are strictly adhered to by each player. And any player who is found wanting to break the camp rules in any way or the other should be disciplined. Except we're saying that yes, this code of conduct exists, or is it that the players bribe their way to do some of these things? I know though that every possibility, I don't think from here, you know, have about I think it's something that the MSF should be really looking because it won't be good for us to hear any kind of stories, especially you know, uh, just before at the end, a very important game. And we also the outcome of that game. Also, when you you have when, when this kind of rumors come out and you play a match and the result is not really as expected as possible, of course, different things will come up and the game at the end of the day will come back to just get all the observation. Of course, I know we are uh, surprised with you are taking the game about Pastor and Patrick. He's uh, uh, also a former international, so he knows that the game in and out, that you know what player. I should actually do at every different point of time. I have been there for over five years at this point. So, uh, for the surprise, this is just what's going to be very well. The news that means you not actually go down with Nigerians, with the fact that uh, this is uh, our own uh, team, national team, and we expect them to always be at that very at any given time. Afghan is just you know, a few months away now. And also, looking at the World Cup for the also. A few months ago, so we need that the team to focus and for them to ensure that they are able to provide a for the government to continue to be able to provide. Talking about that, uh, the principal is where uh, the NFL has met, you know, has met at the deadline uh, for a solution of the just for card, including the World Cup notifiers, which was, you know, uh, was supposed to be submitted until uh, the court ministry. So at this point, we are coming in from the sports ministry insights that the NFL has actually submitted both uh, the score, you know, uh, technical report and uh, the sports ministry. What, what is the sports ministry going to do about it? Do they really have a technical team that will actually interpret uh, this particular technical report to the minister and from there maybe interesting you know, decisions that they have to make? Yeah, um, fine, at least the report has been submitted. Basically, it's a general scorecard of performance of non-team So, I mean, like, they clearly said that once they will study this, they are going to have a discussion with the NFL to 
see what it could change, what needs to be tweaked to ensure that our support is working. Yes, I haven't really heard of the technical committee of the Ministry of Sport, but I should believe that if you have one or two persons in the ministry who technically sound, technically sound of course, who will be there to advise the minister, you know, in, in matters like this. Because uh, I don't think the minister on his own will just uh, go out there and study reports on his own. I'm sure there will be a certain committee who sit down and look at this. And, and of course, in, in another thing is, he could also solicit from help from outside. They cannot make it public, but I'm sure there are some other technically sound guys, you know, who might not be even working with who they might call him to say, okay, guys, can you even sit down and look at this report and, you know, like, tell me what this is done? So, I feel the good thing, I think they'll be able to make that like So, what we now are waiting for the ministry to study report and meet with the NFS, and that's why we now know the outcome of, uh, of, the, of, of what their, their plans are. So, them, I can approach from them. We'll know if you'll be the one taking charge of the issues on the way to outcome or if uh, someone else will cover and be inside uh, to take care of the board. Of course, uh, the sport ministry and the NFM they expected us to meet on a particular day and for them to actually decide uh, what will actually uh, be the next step for to follow uh, so that to ensure that they uh, are talking about the Super Eagles have a full, uh, well to do no performance, very to play in allegations, but and also the nations, I mean, the World Cup qualifiers, which will be another crucial. You know, uh, two legged game for the surprises that all have a young generation of an invitation to Qatar 2022. Uh, let's move for a uh, short break. Uh, we'll come back also. We're going to be talking about uh, uh, basketball, also tennis, and we'll look into uh, the, you know, uh, the news coming in from Spain where Benzema has been sentenced to one year imprisonment, uh, but he will not actually be completed. So let's move for a short break. We'll come back. Sports Orbit. We make the world go round. Welcome from that show. Sports Orbit right there on the leadership of Pontiac. As we know, we go straight to basketball at this point in time. When Nigeria avoids the ban to hold the MBBF election from January 30th in the next year, that's what we're talking about 2022. If it's you know, coming at the right time, uh, then we are supposed to be doing it. election was supposed to be you know, like done at this point. No, 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 I think it's good that people are accepting what they are doing. I would be happy if they are accepting the motion. But I'm sure they didn't want to really interfere. They wanted to see how we are going to resolve this crisis without their own interference. But the matter of chapter, the Ministry of Sport has tried to tell you to intervene in the matter for this. It seems like the crisis has already ended at all. So, of course, People have to come down and give up the deadline. Then, if you don't do this by the end of the year, you need to fight it because you don't keep running your position like that without the board, without executives who are running, you know, uh, how the sport is being played. Well, at this point, people have actually sent a letter to the Nigerian Basketball Federation to 
warning the sporting ministry will not to happening that there a few weeks ago you saw the sporting ministry getting to you know host a particular you know a super age of co-op which was supposed to be done by the Nigerian basketball federation and i don't you see don't you don't you look at it that the sporting ministry that is apparently with the affairs of the basketball but like in the church is terrible, you know, uh, the level of apparel has clearly shown that, uh, of course, they are taking sides, you know, they will be if they are completely not against and how they actually want to go to church. Because really, when the community has in the past set up the committee, you know, for a reconciliation committee, we are yet to see the outcome of whatever happened at the committee the meeting. We are yet to hear, we just heard of. The committee being set up until they are constituted. I won't heard of any time the committee starts to deliberate on any matter. You know, and, and people of course have to check it. And it's instructive to note that when the letter that was addressed was actually addressed to the letter. Well. So that's what does that tell you? That there's still an open communication between Exactly. So that's telling you that the, the faction that uh, people recognize is the particular faction. So I think this is also a signal to the Ministry of Water. Look, this is the rightful uh, leader of the federation so far. So, good, good enough, they are saying the Ministry of Water to pay up from uh, the But, like I keep saying, you see, sometimes the International Federation don't really understand how we work there in Nigeria. Because if you say do not interfere, why, when it comes to, for instance, funding, for instance, why don't they come out and say, don't you you can't uh, say okay this matter is not very fair but this way uh, you do it over it but i think it's high time that this election show yeah. and of course they have given us let's say target of general yeah. for the election show so i think it's now time for leader and uh over faction team this season and decide on what they want. Yeah, about no, but I mean, there's, there's not a deadline now. Mm. So we all know that if we don't hold elections for the time, we'll, we'll be banned. Mm. So by the time I don't. Mean, they might just get to see two different elections, different venues. What? The same thing we saw during <laughs> the AFL election. No, but. One was there in February, one was there in Abuja. Yeah, but I mean, at the end of the day, that's something like that election be held. Mm. If election is being held, at least, and then I, I will know which which of them was supervised by the when the election is to be held. There are some certain bodies that have to be present for the election. election. Exactly. So whoever does not have the full complement of the necessary, you know, agents that are supposed to be the election, we know that your faction is uh, are just jokers. So I really think that it's high time that an election is held, the present emerges. If people, you know, in the federation want to see that return, then fine. If you don't want it, then so. But we can't continue running an election, a federation like that without elections, not voting and left and right. So, so I think uh, it's nice that people have been able to slap the deadline and person to ban us if we don't stick to the deadline. But similarly, you know, similar scenario actually happened uh, after the 2017 election. Uh, people actually came out and said that there should be another election. Uh, for both you know, uh, both the Zanimar and the Fidel election, which was never held up to this present moment. That's part of the campaign. That election was held through. Somehow, an authentic winner would have occurred. But going against Fibas and Rice and Serechi, the election never held. And this is where we found ourselves today. So, like you said, 
who knows maybe election will come on that day, then they will have two different factions. Or elected by not people who at all. But at the end of the day, if they get to back, most of them there will be no federation to for them to run. So to run. So has been you know, elected uh, into uh, the uh, board of the International Territorial Federation. Uh, the election was actually done uh, in the U.S. Uh, the early, uh, late hours of yesterday. And at this point, we can confirm that uh, the four Nigerians who actually uh, started a vision to actually get to see in, uh, the international body and finally been elected. Uh, we saw the lives of uh, Barrister Etim Oshudu. Uh, he is now the executive vice president, deputy president of uh, the ITTF. Uh, we have Abis Mbankoli, Paratory Tennis Professional Member. Uh, also, having the president of Nigerian Motor Tennis Commission, I think about Ishak Kutoko as a veteran you know, commission uh, member, uh, and also uh, Banji Olada for board of director. Um, member in that particular one and uh, the top minister and other you know uh, sports uh, big big when it comes to the uh, sports in the sector of Nigeria has come out to congratulate uh, this uh, major for uh, Nigeria who has been elected into uh, the board of the International Tennis Tennis Federation. Alpha, good one for Nigeria. We should be here kind of thing. But that goes to show you that at least to some extent. The NTCF is a bit more organized because if they were not organized, there's no way you know their executive would have even been on the international body. You know, when you won't check even on the African continent, we still are still doing well when it comes to growing up. So it's a good one. This is what I expect from other federations. I mean, who says, for instance, if the NBF was well run, who says that we can't have people in FIBA also? No, but when a federation is, you know, things are in harmony, things are. It's not okay because I mean, this is what federation must admit yeah. that over the years yeah, has exactly has been consistent. And we can even see what even our players have been doing. Exactly. We have a couple of players in the federation who play in good leagues in, in, in Europe and all of that. So, good one for this and for this honor. When it comes to sports uh, politics, uh, generally, uh, in, uh, in the world, uh, are we really there yet when it comes to, you know, are we playing the politics uh, compared with the lives of uh, uh, the you know, Western world when it comes to sports politics? Is Nigeria doing enough? No, I think obviously we're not doing enough, but uh, not doing too badly. Uh, because even if you look at even in the FIFA, for instance, of course, you can see the Philippines, you know, uh, in CAF also. So we always have representations, but we are clearly not doing enough. But all these things still boil down to. Are we using that to our advantage? No, really, because one of these the thing the, the disadvantage is your federation, the running of the sport in your own country should reflect. Should reflect has to be right because uh, I don't see ITTM or FIBA, for instance, appointing members of the NBA into the international body when our home is in crisis. If you cannot put your house in order, exactly. So all these things are also in the section of what happened. So. For you to even have proper representation of them, you need to play the, the local politics very well before you can even move up to the international level. Of course.
uh, Wilfred Ndidi. Let's hope that uh, uh, they get to deliver the goals and ensure them also get to qualify uh, to uh, the local phase of uh, the Premier League. Uh, but at this point, we see Leicester uh, getting to the other great league. We see them getting to, uh, get into, uh, qualify to uh, the Premier League. Thank you, Abiyo, as you know, for staying with us. We make a return tomorrow. But that will be the end of uh, the winter pack, winter for sport. Or we invite you on and in the leadership of podcast of today. My name is Olawale and I'm saying you have a great day ahead of you. Bye-bye for now and God bless you. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.